Thank you, Lord. We are sorry. Somebody story this season. This is a prophetic song. The end of the Lord is upon me and he is making me to war. He is making he is giving me the Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Alright, so we're gonna do the part of tonight. Um, so um, I I wanna believe that um, we are all not in a noisy area, in a noisy environment. So this is not like okay, Pastor I wants to teach us Bible, okay guys, oh yeah, open your Bible. It's going to be a conversation, a discussion, really. And, uh, uh, you know, all through this month of May, we have been praying, um, uh, drawing um, principles from the Book of Acts. Um, you know, so um, I just thought, okay, why don't we even um, come to talk about these things and see how, uh, what's the practical application of, of of it would entail so um, i want to say a big welcome to everybody um okay if you don't mind you may just want to post in the community and tell i just say the room is open so that i won't be the only one uh the only one posting there if you don't mind i would appreciate that we all uh, do that just post in the room uh, that the room is open so uh, then we can um continue with uh, with the conversation okay so um just let, let's do that let's do that please just just share in the room in the winning community platform that the room is open everybody let's let's get started let's get started yeah i know it's gonna be an amazing amazing time uh tonight we have um, a few minutes to just uh you know discuss the bible and um and uh you know so all right thank you comfort i just saw what you shared live now um all right that's that's beautiful that's so so beautiful thank you thank you so much for that yeah we go live we go live thank you uh mrs abonaga convoy is ongoing right so good okay so <clears throat> Okay, so how, how has been the day? Somebody wants to share their experience today with us. Um, what's, what's your day like? What's your week like? Um, how has it been? So tonight, you, we can't be muted. Tonight is for conversation. And I, like I told us, it's not a teaching class. It's a conversation. So we all are going to share. I know that, yes, some of us may be with our children. Uh, let's just try to minimize the noise. But then uh, we're going to learn <clears throat> from ourselves. So let's talk how, how has the day been? How is work? How is business? How, how is it going? Um, what are the ups and downs for you? What are your learning curves? Um, is there anything you've learned um, in your business or in your career of recent that you don't mind sharing with us? Uh, that just came um, from um, off the top of my head. So I won't mind if um, anyone could just share with us um, what are 
what are the learning curves for you in your career or in your business if you run your own personal business something you think yeah this is something you you learned you maybe you probably didn't even know um that it was a challenge or something but you were able to uh you know to go through the curve and then you saw that oh this is this is something i learned eventually in the process you know just just share something with us um who would like to build the cards for us okay um should i call adibola to to share something with us what have you learned in the past um maybe a couple of months or or years that you think has made you a better person or that you think um if you probably pay attention to um could could make you a better person okay just uh, just share with us right so adebola we are waiting for you. Hello. So guys, let's make this interactive, okay? Um, Pastor, good evening. Okay, okay, good evening, good evening. So, uh, we are together using the same oh, room. Okay, okay, awesome, awesome, that's fine. All right, so who, who wants to share with us? So can you recap the question? I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, so the question is, um, what uh, what's the learning curve for you in your career or business? Something you have learned maybe in the past couple of months that you think somebody could also, um, you know, get something from your experience. Just, just share with us your learning curve. I know at every point in time we are, we are always learning, whether we like it or not. We are always learning. So, what's the learning point for you um, in the past couple of months that you would love to share with us? Okay, I think I'll go first. All right. Then I can talk later. Okay, so for some time now. Um, I feel I know some things about mm. my business, mm. about what I do. I feel I'm on top of the whole thing. That, uh, I'm rocking it. Not mm. until I have to do, go through some courses, some crash courses, do some professional courses. And I realized that I don't even know what I think I know. So wow. I had to relearn, unlearn, try to look at what I've been doing that I felt was working, but might fade out soonest. So I had mm. to input one or two things into it, and it's really, really amazing. So that wow. does it for me, because sometimes we feel we know it. We feel mm. we are on top of the game, but the truth is, mm. hmm, we are way back behind. <laughs> so I learned uh, a new way, having to go through some one course or the other, receiving push from different angles. I was mm. able to really push and um, learn new things. Wow, that's that's really beautiful. That's the power, the power of continuous development. Um, because the truth is that the, the Bible, even the Bible says that uh, there is no end to learning. <laughs> uh, you know, so um, nobody can say, "Oh, I've known it all." Um, you know, and they, that, like you said, sometimes the things we think we know, 
Um, it's just fading away. By the time you you wake up, you realize that the world has gone past you, and then one is like, "Hey, what have I found myself in?" You know, so that's a good one. Continuous improvement. That's very very important. All right. So those. Uh, what last you want to talk about um, um, your learning curve? Any other person um, wants to share comfort and faith? Loyalty. Any other person wants to share with us? Um, what's your learning curve? What have you learned about your career or about people that you think um, it's, it's like a takeaway for you as a person? What have you learned about business? What have you learned about people? What have you learned about God? Yeah. What have you learned about God that, uh, you know, applies uh, to your career or to your business that you think we can we can learn from you? Okay, so let's take one more. Then we'll go into the conversation. Bola, you want to talk now? Yes, yeah, I'll speak from another perspective. Um, okay. Besides what she said, I think one of the things I've learned for the past few weeks now is understanding the goal so um there, there are different levels to yes from god i i realized that there's times where you feel oh god gives you a vision right but it doesn't necessarily need you to act on it immediately there's a process to training through the person through the vision rather to the mm-hmm. vision or to the middle facts so this the same very good example is the story of david everybody knows the story of david when he anointed david and he had to take david through those different stages of it and one of mm-hmm. the way that actually helped so far is um understanding my environment um knowing how to implement what i have in my mm-hmm. head or the and I think I the vision I got how to implement the way I am. I don't necessarily need to get to where he says I'm going to get to before I start implementing the vision. So mm. I think that's yes. Mm. I think you just made a very, very vital point, Paula. Um, because okay, part of the place we will study tonight, you know, Jesus told the the disciples, he said, You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem. At that time, everybody were, was, everyone was domiciled in Jerusalem. And Jesus said, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem. So that confirms what he just said. Start where you are. You know, when God spoke to Abraham, if you remember, God said, from that point, from that point where you are, he said, take a, a look to the left and to the north and to the south. You know, say, look everywhere from that point where you are standing. Uh, you know, one of the challenges that, um, okay, it seems all YMC wants to say something. You, you said you dropped something in the chat room. Do you want to share with us? You are muted in case you are talking. Hello. You are muted. You are muted. You don't have to on your video. Just unmute. Okay. All right. Good evening, everyone. Yeah, good evening. Good evening, everyone. How has been our day? Trust we are doing well. Yeah, Yes, I would like to share my experience lately. On my on my job, 
I'm a career person and mm. I would like to share my experience based on, on understanding people, which I had to, when I got this job, I had to, <laughs> I, I was facing some challenges and mm. made me to go for this training. I went for this training on EI, Emotional Intelligence. Mm. Emotional Intelligence. I went for that training. And one of the things that I learned from that training is handling our emotions, how to handle our emotions. When we are faced with difficult people, how to handle difficult people at work, or customer, difficult customers, how to mm. handle them and how to relate with them without creating issues or without having any conflict. So I went after I went for that program, I learned on self-motivation and self-regulation. What is self-regulation? Ability to put your, you know, be conscious of you know yourself even when there is when there's an issue at work or with you and someone not to react instead of reacting is to you know the better way to re instead of reacting is you responding in a positive way and you still handle that issue you know well and you still handle in terms of conflict management, maybe you you know you are grouping a team to carry out a task, and some and you you are this kind of person, you always want you know the group to achieve their goals, and some people are labor, they don't want to do anything, or some you no, know, I want to give an, an instance. We were uh, in my own group, I was grouped at work that we should we are preparing to have a an event. That we should contribute some certain you know money and we've all agreed and some people were like when it's time for us to collect money they started giving excuses they started giving excuses so i just remember that i have learned you know the training i went for i've learned that i should not rehab rather i should do what i should respond positively maybe that person doesn't have money going on uh, presently, maybe you know the person was telling me that ah, there's no money. I he cannot do transfer. We have to okay. I have to be patient with them. I have to I you know I have to use my our our personal money to purchase those things that we need to get. So today, because I did not rehab today, they were able to refund those you know refund their money back, and that's firstly. Then secondly. In conflict management, you know, handling difficult people because I've encountered difficult people and I was like, ah, no, 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 no. We can't even, we cannot, me and this person, we cannot, let me just leave them. And one of the things that have been helping me this, you know, or recently is showing people love, love in hard places. I mean, Love when it's not even convenient. Loving somebody when it's not even convenient. When you find it difficult to love someone that is that is throwing all sort at you. That is the, my own experience. And I started showing them love. 
I bought gifts for them, and they were they were surprised. I saw in their face they were shocked. These people that always you know many me you know I had to buy gifts for them, and they were shocked. So one of the things I've been trying to learn this day is understanding people, trying to understand them, and trying to you know use my eye whenever i'm relating with people i should be more i should i should listen to people before i respond i should listen carefully before i respond so this is my own contribution that is when we are at work or when we are trying to you know, doing business with people we need to understand the people's emotion the kind of people we are relating with the how even not only place of work or business transaction, even within our family, even family between husband and wife or between parents and children, we need to be empathy, showing empathy. Maybe our you know our children have have done something and they are feeling. We need to show empathy and show them that oh sorry, and you can do better than that. Not that hey, I know that. You cannot, I know that you always do, you know, not condemning them. Or maybe our spouse. Maybe our spouse, girls, hair, and we're like, we're like, how can you do this thing now? How can you do this thing? We should not be judgmental. We should try and show, you know, empathy. That is my contribution. Thank you very much. Okay, um, thank you so much um, for that insightful one. Um, so, um, understanding people, then knowing the way to the art of people. So, I maybe for someone, probably this is all you have to hear in our conversation tonight. You know, I I, I dropped I dropped a Bible verse in the chat room. You can read it, Proverbs eighteen sixteen, the New Living Translation. It says. Giving a gift can open doors. It gives access to important people. So if you are somebody who has been praying for access, that may be the key to that person you are trying um, to, to reach out to. I know sometimes people say that, oh, uh, um, important people don't really need gifts, that they are okay. But the truth is that knowing what to give them is also part of, due diligence okay so let's go into our convo all right all right all right all right so we're looking at Acts chapter one and two tonight um so one of these course um the bible um and then so uh, basically the story Acts chapter one was talking about the ascension of jesus then Acts chapter two was talking about when the holy spirit came um, you know, for me, going through the book of Acts again and again, I've learned so much. In fact, like I said, all our prayer points for the month of May have been called from the book of Acts. It's so amazing. It's one book that I think that every business person should take time to study. Now, why is it important personally? I'm just talking personally now. Uh, why is the book of Acts important? Because um, it was the introduction of the church um, to uh, to the people of the day. 
So when you want to introduce your business, maybe you're starting a business, I think that you need to understand what happened in the book of Acts. It helps to penetrate the market. Once you understand that principle, you can apply it. I'm telling you, there is nowhere one will not be able to penetrate once you have that understanding. Okay, so uh, we're going to be studying it together. Like I said, um, I am not... Um, I am not the uh, what's it called? Um, I'm not the the preacher, so we're not preaching today. We're just we're just sharing. Okay, so um, so I'm I'm sharing I'm sharing my uh, my uh, my screen now, so we can all read together. So uh, we know that it was um, Luke, according to Bible scholars, um, that wrote this book, um, and it was talking to a particular leader of his time who was um, Theophilus. Okay, but uh, that's not where I think we should start from. Okay, so um, I will build a cart and then I'll call on one or two persons to share what they think. So when Jesus was going to be taken up um, away from the disciples, so he, he told them something. He said, um, they said the time has come for you. Uh, okay, so he was asking them, um the, the disciples thought that when Jesus said my kingdom my kingdom that he was talking about restoring Israel so that was their own assumption but then look at Jesus's response he said the father alone has the authority to set those days and times but you will receive power um when the holy spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem. Remember what Ebola said the other time. So again, Jesus said in Jerusalem, this is where you are. Then you move to Judea, you move to Samaria and to the end of the earth. So um, what are the salient points from this verse? I don't want to be the one to talk. Jesus told the disciples, he said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you you will receive power when the holy spirit comes upon you and you will be witnesses telling people about me you'll be witnesses you'll receive power you'll be witnesses so um let's 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 share um what do you think um is happening in this place and how do you think this can apply um to to doing business or being successful um, in your career so let, let's 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 chat um let's chat okay so comfort you are the only person who hasn't said anything today so i want to put you on the hot spot so what do you think about um this this verse you will receive power when the holy spirit comes upon you i or if there's any other place you probably have read so it doesn't have to be this particular verse. Just share with us what do you think about the book of Acts and uh, how do you think it applies to business and career success? So so that I don't box you in case you have not meditated on this particular verse. If there's any other verse you, you've read about, you you may please go ahead and share with us. So comfort, let me let me call you to share with us tonight. All right, good evening, everyone. Yeah, good evening. Um, speaking about um, the scripture that says we receive power when the Holy Ghost come upon you, I think mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit, as promised to us in the book of First Corinthians, comes with so 
many, I will not not call it benefits, but comes with so many functions in Mm. our lives. So with all of the functions that lie said in the book of First Corinthians, talking about the fact that he will teach us all things, he will remind us, he will bring to our remembrance all things. So from those functions of the Holy Spirit in our lives, when we apply it to our career and our businesses, because even from the from the from the mere fact of the one that said if it teaches all things, we all know that there's this popular thing that says that knowledge is power. Mm. So if somebody has a full knowledge of a particular thing and the person goes to implement it or execute it ahead of so many other people, the person actually becomes an authority or mm. uh, what the, like the force breaker in that particular mm. field. And when mm. you establish big as a force breaker, every other person that comes to the industry becomes a follower. They will just mm. be following you. And mm. they, they're actually you called market, market leaders. Exactly, market leaders. So that's all. Mm. With the help of the Holy Spirit, the fact that he, he teaches us all things, gives us power, and makes us to stand out in, in the midst of a of crowd. So that is... Well, that is what I want to speak on. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you so much for sharing with us. You know, you talked about knowledge. And uh, uh, for me, actually, when I was reading, meditating on this verse again today, it was knowledge that came to me. But I need to mention something. We are using the free uh, Zoom version and it's going to end in less than 10 minutes. Please, I will indulge us to come back so that we can finish our conversation. We are going to stop by nine. I promise you by nine, we're going to stop. So please let's come back once um, this session ends. Okay. It's going to end in less than 10 minutes. We'll just start the meeting again. Then by nine o'clock, we'll shut down. So now when I was reading this verse eight today, what came to my mind was knowledge. Now, um, you know, in elementary physics, they taught us that power is the ability to do work. I, I believe many of us can still remember that, okay? Power is the ability to do work. So when the Holy Spirit comes on us, it gives us the ability to do something. So if you're doing a business, so sometimes I've seen people do businesses that they are not, that is not natural to them, but because there is something propelling them to do that thing, then they are able to excel in that which they do. Um, if you know me when I was growing up, I am not a natural talker. I am not. A, and if if somebody is close to me um, well enough, you will know that I can be a very shy person. But I do a lot of talking and writing today, not because I learned them in school. It's just because um, of my encounter with God, you know, um, the way I create content, the way I think, I know that it can only be by the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, I, I, there was this book I read many years ago, and I know we all know it's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. You know, the first time I read that book, I said, this book cannot be written by an ordinary person, you know. And then I, by the time you get to the end of the book, you see where uh, Stephen Covey was talking about his faith, about his, his belief in God and, and, and all of that. So you know that, that that book was, was deeper than just another motivational book and all. But do you know also that 
Stephen Covey built his entire business, entire everything around the seven habits of highly effective people. Everything he did in his life revolved around those seven principles. He wrote all the books he read or he wrote afterwards were built upon the seven habits of highly effective people. So for me, reading, uh, you know, meditating on it, I saw that God gave Stephen Covey one power. And that power was the seven habits of highly effective people. And with that power, Stephen Covey became a witness in America, in, 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 in Europe, and to the uttermost parts of the heart. I, I don't think there is anywhere um, uh, they have not, <laughs> that that book has not been shared or talked about. And how did that happen? Because he caught something. He caught something. You know, so... I, I know that when we talk about the Holy Spirit as Christians, a lot of us, the only thing we look at is, ah, you know that, you know, the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you begin to manifest. Ah, you just begin to display and all of that. But like Comfort said, what the Holy Spirit gives you, the power the Holy Spirit gives you can also be knowledge can also be knowledge. The Bible said about Jesus, 1 Corinthians 1.24, it said Jesus has become for us the wisdom of God and the power of God. So when power comes, wisdom also comes. So power always goes with wisdom, the ability to do things, the ability to do things. So that's one thing that I can actually pick from that verse, the power. So what is the solution that God has given to you as a person? What special ability has God given to you as a person? That could be your power. But you know how it is. You start looking at what God has given other people and then you begin to disregard what you have. And I've seen that happen to so many people because we're focusing on other people. We begin to lose sight of the things that God has given us you know so uh like i said it's not a teaching it's a conversation so i won't mind if one or two persons can also share um their own perspective like i said we don't have to dwell only on this verse um in case you have um any other verse you've meditated on just let's let's be free um to share with, um, with ourselves okay let's let's just be free uh let's be free to share all right so uh, okay, any other contributions? Um, any other any other contribution? What do you think um about um, the book of hearts? And if you can still if you can still dig further into this um verse eight, I think it's gonna be awesome. So um so let's dig further, let's dig further. So any other contribution? Remember, if the time, if the meeting goes off, please let's let's connect again. Please, is we have about three minutes to go. Okay, so Adebola, you were unmuted earlier, so please shoot. All right. So, um, I when I read through again from verse six, um, they asked Jesus, Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and restore the kingdom? And his response moved from. Um, he said the father alone has the authority to set those dates and time. So he moved, he moved their, he moved their focus from the time to his purpose. If you read further in verse eight, he said, and you will be weaknesses. So he, he, he moved most times to focus more on what is going to happen. We don't necessarily focus on the purpose. Basically. I don't know if what I'm saying makes any sense, but yeah, yeah, many other times. 
many many of times as Christians, when we get the revelation or the vision, when we get a revelation or a vision, the first thing we focus on is when it's going to happen. We've got mm-hmm. the vision. So mm-hmm. God will happen like right now, right now, right now. We start counting mm-hmm. dates. We start going through years. We start going through the months. But at the moments when we don't focus on the time, it happens. Right, so I, I think mm-hmm. one of the things she just tried to explain to the disciple here was it's not about the times, it's about where you are going, people that you need to go and people, your ministry, your actions, where the people that need to hear the word, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's not very important for business people too. We don't sh- we should pay less attention to the timing and more about the vision and the purpose. Mm-hmm. And his word part time, yeah. Wow, thank you so much for this perspective. Sincerely, I have never seen it this way. You know, they were talking about date and time. Jesus said, Ogbeni, it's not about time, Jerry. He said, You will receive power. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and you know that this thing is also very, very crucial to us. Um, you know, for us, oh, this meeting is going to end now. Please, let's come back. Please, don't worry. We round off by nine. We have about 15 minutes to go. We round off by nine. Okay, so, um, so, um, Jesus was pointing their attention and he said, Look, guys, um, don't worry about, oh, uh, the, uh, the dates, the time, or oh, this is how it's going to happen. He said, You make sure you get the power. If you get the power, that date and time, you will be shocked how it will happen. You know, many times when we are praying for something, we are not looking at God's perspective. We are looking at our own perspective and we start saying, oh, uh, you know, this concept of uh, delay. I would say, ah, I, I have a delay in starting my business. I have a delay in ministry. I have a delay in childbirth. All right, everyone. Um, welcome back. Uh, like I said, don't worry. We round off by nine. I can assure you. So, um, a lot of the time we allow ourselves to be distracted by the time we think something should happen, then we lose sight of what God wants to do, even in our lives. Remember, also uh, in the time of Abraham, Abraham was wondering that God. What will you give me now? Everything is falling apart. I don't even have a child, and you are just giving me promises and promises. And because Abraham did not understand um, that God works in different ways, he was trying to help God, and so he had to find a way uh, with his maid, you know, because he did not understand time, um, you know. And I think that is very, very important. Let's focus on the purpose. Why is your business? in existence if you do your your job well you focus on on the purpose why you are in that career you focus on the purpose why uh, why god has put you um, in, in that place every other thing that that you 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 probably are thinking should happen eventually they will happen you know, and, and that also corroborates when Jesus said in Mark 6, in Matthew 6, 33, he said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. He said, every other thing will be added to you. So focus on the purpose. Why are you in that career? Why are you in that business? Every other thing would happen. 
but the first thing is that you should focus you should focus on why are you business why did god give you that idea why did god uh, give you that business focus on your purpose you know i I think if we have achieved anything tonight i think that one is is something we all should take away and and debola thank you for that that amazing perspective focus on the purpose not just about all ymc want to say something to you Uh, well, let me just hello. Yes, we can hear you. Okay, I just want to say this: that as children of God, God has given us power, and that power not that power is not just for praying, getting direction, but power to do something, power to activate what God has said concerning us. Our purpose, like you have rightly said, our purpose, our passion, what God has said we are going to do for humanity in our place of work, marketplace, ministry, God has deposited something in us. God has created us as solution to people, to our world, in any way that God has placed us per time, whether in, in our own little corner, like shining light, shining our light, providing solution to people's problems. So we need the power. We need to get that power. We need to be empowered to do to do something. If you don't have the power, there is nothing we can do. If you don't have the power, unless we are in deal with power, that is when we can start seeing those manifestations in our life. Thank you. All right. Um, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And you know, like we said earlier, that um, the power we receive may not necessarily be um, you know, that one that we begin to manifest and roll on the floor and all of that, God can give somebody special insights to do something, special um, insight, and you just know that this is God. Comfort your hand is up. You want, you still want to share something? Thank you for the opportunity, sir. I, I want to say I really learned a lot from the point, um, yeah, I don't know who said it now. The point about purpose and um, timing, like mm. don't focus on the time or the purpose. So um, this is what I want to say. This, there's um, the, somebody, an authority of, over me that usually say this, that if you focus on the time, then you can get weird, you can get wearied and give up. So I'm, I want to say it in, in line of, even sometimes, it's not even before we start the, the course of the thing that we want to do, not even before, before we start that particular thing that we wanted to do. In the course of doing it, sometimes, if the focus is not, it's not on purpose, there is every possibility that we visit out. There is every possibility that we just uh, give up. Because even in the course of it, it might take a while before... The main, before we really, really eat the purpose, it might take a while, it might take a lot of grinding. 
But if you focus on time is gone, time is gone. And this is how it happens with most people. Time is gone. You try to, I don't know who preached this message somewhere that I heard about. So you try to do one thing, but because you think time is gone, you up away from it before the manifestation of that thing. You up into something else and you start that one all over again. And uh, because you say, it is not materializing and time is going again, you up out of it again to another thing. So not focusing on purpose might not, might not allow people to achieve, uh, um, what do I call it? To achieve, um, stability in what, mm. in, in what we need to do. Thank mm. you. Wow. Thank you so much for that emphasis. Thank you so much. So, um, thank you so much for joining the conversation. It's been awesome. So first we shared about our personal learning experiences and then we're looking at uh, the biblical application of, um, some, um, some of the lessons from, um, uh, business applications rather. And then one of the things we have shared tonight is the fact that um, power is not always that uh, manifestation where you begin to roll on the floor. And power can be knowledge. So when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, the Holy Spirit can give you knowledge to do something in a special way. That is power. You know, because many times Christians miss it because we are always waiting for that manifestation, that my son, my son, my son, wake up, wake up, wake up. But God doesn't always do that, okay? God just give, can just give us some, some special abilities. And I shared my own. I said, see, the natural me, I am not a speaker. I'm a naturally shy person. The natural me is not a writer. But if I write, people say like, wow, how did you get that? You know, I know that the way I think and the way I teach is the power of the Holy Spirit because there is no logical explanation you can give that. I didn't learn it in school. I didn't let, learn it anywhere. It's just the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, you know, so, um, so I know that I have that power. <laughs> yeah. So it's not something that somebody needs to now tell me now, you know, so, and then we also said that if you look at verse seven, the disciples were focused on the time when the kingdom will return to Israel. And Jesus said, don't focus on the date and time. He said, you focus on the purpose, focus on the purpose, you know. So, and then that's what we've been trying to also appreciate why you came in. And so I think another one we should add, you know, he said, and you will be my witnesses telling people about me. You will be my witnesses. So um, um, I, I think that one very important lesson from this place is that as a um, as a business person or as a career person, there is something you have seen. There is something you have heard. You know, if you look at businesses that are making waves, there is a story around around the business, especially when you're about to start. Or if you are, especially also if you are into services, yes, if you are into uh, manufacturing, uh, you know, it's easy. All you just have to, you know, do is look out for products um, that people would need in, you know, in their, in their different, in their different houses and all of that and begin to manufacture um, for them. Um, you know, but if you're into services, there is always this story that comes with um, with what, uh, what you are, what you are selling to people. 
There's a story that comes with it. And Jesus said, you will be my witnesses. You will be telling people about me. You'll be telling the story of your encounters, of your experiences with me. Um, you know, so I, I want to say this, that as a business person, I think it's also important that you find that unique selling story um, that goes with your business so that when you are pitching especially when you are making a pitch maybe you want to get investors uh, you know to, uh, for your business it's important that you are able uh, to tell your story you are able to to uh, to wield emotion into the story such that people see that man this person is someone that we should we should finance our business or we should finance is business okay? So I won't mind if um, um, Esikan or Oluwole can share something. Like I said, we are shutting down by nine, so it's supposed to be a short um, uh, conversation. It's not in how many things we have said, but in what we have been able to learn from ourselves tonight. So um, either of you want to say something, Esikan or Oluwole, you want you want to say you want to share something with us. Uh, so let's let's get your your input. What do you think from the book of Hearts? How does this apply to business and career? What can we learn, or any experience you want to share uh, with the house that you think um, we can all learn uh, learn from you? So please, uh, the house is open. the The floor is open. Anyone? 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 Good evening, sir. All right, good evening. Um, yeah. Good evening, house. Um, okay. Concerning the Bible verse, I was just able to scan through it. Um, mm -hmm. I read that it says, um, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witness, telling people about me everywhere. Um, For my experience, because uh, we run a ballet, a dance academy, ballet um, academy, and um, what I can say about that is uh, at some point when the school started, division started, we know that at least at the inception of that business, I know there was a drive and a zeal to teach children, you know, dance. But at the center of it is what uh, we try to now add this uh, teaching um uh, experience, children experiencing Christ or Jesus, mm -hmm. not children alone now, people that have come in contact with the academy, you know, through mm -hmm. dance, spreading the love of Christ through dance. So it's, it's, it's gave the ballet its own identity in mm -hmm. that sense. So, um, when you walk with the direction of the Holy Spirit, because a lot of people were doing this same dance, this ballet. We have a lot of teachers. In fact, there's the Lebanese um, authority. Her name is Sarah Bulos, who has captured majority of the um, big clientele. So, but because we were able to distinguish ourselves, we're able to say Christ is the center of our institution. Ever since we started putting that first, because again, being in a secular world and not wanting to you know, ruffle some people's feather, possibly people of different faiths, you know, it tends to make you a bit careful sometimes. But when we put that out there, um, there's this school we've been trying, you know, we've been trying to get a space. So Caleb International School, which is also a faith-based school, 
they resonated with what we were doing. They bought into the proposal and they said we should go ahead and use their space. In fact, we didn't wow. necessarily even have to cough out the amount of money that that space ordinarily would um, would command. So just wow. because we were able to um, put the focus now away from ourselves, away from the skill that my wife, who is the artistic director in the school, Naisikan, has, we're now focusing more on, okay, let's drive this with the love of Christ. You know, Christ mm. should be at the center. Start putting, you know, allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us. And we have seen tremendous impact, changes in the lives of the children, even through the schools. So it's it's a different um, experience when, you know, you are able to allow the Holy Spirit to lead you in any area of your life. So that's just our only two story. And I think... Uh, yeah. Um, it's important that we know that with the help of the Holy Spirit, who are a bit more emboldened, people of like minds will find themselves, good quality people will find themselves attracted and kind of makes the business have, you know, its own identity. It's just like a light shining amongst all other ballet institutions. That's just what... Mm -hmm. uh, We've been able to express. Thank you so much, sir, for this opportunity. Wow, wow, that's an amazing story, uh, Bola. I know your hand is up, and uh, I, I will take, I will take your contribution. Um, so, well, uh, I think it's important we drive that home. You know, um, having at the back of your mind that yes, I know I'm a Christian, but I uh, while I'm doing my business, everyone that comes in contact with me must also come in contact um, with the love of God, you know. So, um, okay, um, somebody sent a chat. Good evening, everyone. Yeah, good evening. You know, so that it, at the center of it, we know that it is Christ. We need to shut down now. But, but let me quickly take your, your contribution. You raised your hand earlier. All right, it's it's allowed you okay anyways. Okay, okay. Yeah. So the way it got to me, it's you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and all all over. So mm. it takes the power of God to really embolden us to be able to witness Christ. Majorly as Christians, naturally we Talking about Jesus sometimes can be something that naturally we don't want to do. So it takes mm. the power of the Holy Spirit coming upon us to seize every opportunity to just talk about Jesus, seize every conversation and just chip in something about Jesus. And um, it takes the help of the Holy Spirit for you not to be comfortable whenever you are and um, you see something going wrong, going the other way around, and you just want to talk about Jesus. There's this power on you. I just want to come out. You just want to speak. You just want to get someone changed to God. So this, this power makes us witnesses all over. In all situations, we just see the opportunity to do it because the power is already upon us. And I think that's the, the part that really got at me. Mm, okay, so let me also add another perspective to our conversation, okay? Because I'm thinking like a businessman right now. Okay, so when Jesus said, when you receive power, you will be my witnesses. So Jesus 
at that point was the product, okay, that the disciples were supposed to sell. So, but when God gives you knowledge in certain area, remember, it is also your duty to tell people everywhere about what you have received. That's talking about marketing. Because one of the things that happens to many Christians is that we think that, oh, the Holy Spirit will announce me. (laughs) The truth is that there are so many people that the Holy Spirit will announce. So it is the one uh, that, uh, that, that exposes himself <laughs> that the Holy Spirit will announce. <laughs> you know, so telling people about me everywhere. So and I want to, I want us to go with that. When you receive the idea, when you receive that power, when you receive that revelation, don't keep it to yourself. All right. Go to the rooftop. Jesus said, whatever I tell you in secret, he said, pronounce it on the rooftop. So go to the rooftop. The rooftop today is social media. Go to the rooftop. If you need to pay for adverts, you need to be exposed. People must see you and start from where you are. Okay. Start from your location, your immediate location. We said something about timing the other time. You may look at it and say, Oh, I don't have all it takes to start now, but there is something you can do in that little corner. Just start it and then watch it grow. Okay. So I think we need to stop now. We can continue the conversation in the community group okay but right now like i said we're shutting down by nine i think we've learned um we've learned uh, a few a few things tonight okay so um we need to wrap it up now so i want to say a big thank you to everyone um so when we started we shared People share their personal experiences their learning curve um, somebody shared with us how um um how um, she learned to uh, to penetrate people's art by giving gifts. The other person shared about how she took some courses and it opened her up to new knowledge in her business, um, which is very vital, um, you know, to survival um, in business, continuous development. And then we also talked about that power can be knowledge. So power is not necessarily oh, that manifestation. You begin to roll on the floor. God can give you a special ability to do something more than every other person. That is your power. And I shared the experience of Stephen Covey, seven habits. And that man built an entire institution around the seven habits of highly effective people. Very, very deep book i'm telling you that book is very deep if you do if you have not read that book please go and read it it's one of the deepest books i have read personally and i can tell you it's made a shift in my mind then we also said that don't focus on date and time because you may be distracted you may give up focus on the purpose what is god asking you to do jesus said don't worry about time you receive power and be witness if you do um, what you have been called to do if you fulfill the mission and and vision of your business eventually every other thing would happen in their time and we also said that um using your business as a platform to tell people about jesus there are so many people that the pastor will not be able to reach out to but they come to your dance academy. They come to your school. They come to um, uh, to your um, to your to your career for for coaching and all of that. And then you can let them see that hey, all those things that I do myself, I'm doing them by the power 
of the Holy Spirit. So once again, thank you, everybody. It's been an interesting night. Okay, all right. So everybody, you can unmute and and just say good night. <laughs> yes, let's unmute and say good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Thank you so much. Good night. All right. So good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. So I think we should do this more often, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Okay, so uh, okay, uh, I don't know how the the fortnight will look like for me, but tentatively, let's look at another two weeks. So, um, but it's tentative, um, uh, so so we can we can work on that. So at least let's encourage ourselves and see how we can we can go together. All right, so let's have a very very pleasant yeah. evening. All right, good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. <laughs> All right, bye. nice sir. Alright, bye, Mr. Wally. Good night. Good night. Jessica, good night. Good night. Good night, sir. Good night, comfort. Good night. Good night, everybody. All right.